Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope everybody's having a real good day out there. Um, you know, I'm in the middle of this finals week, so we're uh, the theme of this week is finish strong and have some uh, short podcast episodes. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you guys out there. There are days and moments kind of like today where I don't necessarily feel like, all right, one more thing I got to do, get this podcast going. Um, but, you know, that's what uh, that's what the investment is, and that's what part of being dedicated to a process is. And, again, most days, 90 95% of days, I love doing stuff like this. I absolutely do. But it's about maintaining the consistency with something that I enjoy and something that I value beyond just hey, let me do this when I feel like it. Because I think for all of us out there, we'll begin to realize that if we only did it when we felt like it, those times that we felt like it would become less and less and fewer and further in between because it becomes just one more thing to do or to have to do. Um, But now I enjoy this stuff. I enjoy reaching out to all y'all. And I enjoy kind of uh, getting the process to have my thoughts out in there too because, you know, oftentimes we can circle around in our own head for too long, but... Once you get it out there, either kind of in word like this or written down on the paper, it's out there. And that's when you can help solidify your thoughts. That's at least what I found for myself is that sometimes I stop chasing myself around in my own head. And by getting out there, by bringing it into fruition into the world, that's where I am uh, able to find clarity through that. So today we're here on a tasty Tuesday. And what we're focusing on today is kind of um, what I call like food ordering or like um, the order and like what you eat food so you got like this plate of food in front of you right and most of us have no general idea about what we're going to do for like what piece of the food we eat first and you know we might have our own routine our own system whatever based on what tastes good and I'm not believe me when I say this I'm not trying to argue that you know you should eat all this one section of food completely separate from everything else other than all this other section foods are meant to be combined and have flavor together and everything but I just want to take this opportunity to provide a little bit of insight into some nutritional uh, some metabolic some digestive processes that we might be able to help get some insight into for how you can effectively choose what you want and kind of um, food ordering for best optimal nutrition health and take advantage of that glycemic index again about kind of how we can help keep our blood sugar nice, stable, and strong. Because if everything around us, if our body has to compensate, if our body has to adapt and be ready for our blood sugar that keeps coming up and down, that's our body using energy and using kind of mental brain power, willpower, physiological um, power output to keep ourselves stable but if we're naturally setting ourselves up to keep ourselves stable and we just happen to be doing that we happen to be good anyway and we don't need to have all that wasted energy then it's fantastic what we'll be able to achieve and just the improved energy levels that we'll feel because we won't be so bogged down by those energy crashes and mood swings um not necessarily mood swings but energy spikes and crashes that is not what we want is not what we're looking for So I've got two kind of situations for us here. One of them is eating right after a workout. 
And the second is kind of any other meals or any other situations throughout the day. So let's talk about the normal ones throughout the day first, and then I'll talk about why post-workout is a little bit special, a little bit different. So for this, we're talking about breaking our food down into the macronutrients. I'm not worried about micros right now. I'm not worried about all the great vitamins and minerals that are so important and essential. But just think about the, the macros, our protein, our fat, and our carbohydrate. Those are our three. Alcohol is technically a fourth because it's a uh, strange kind of sugar that gets digested um, differently. It has a different kind of calorie value per gram. And that's why it leads to uh, beer belly syndrome. But... We're not going to worry about that for now because I'm assuming most people aren't having alcohol with every single meal. If you are, oh boy, that uh, that might be a bit of a doozy, just a little bit. So going forward, although I guess that is me talking after, you know, we recently had these episodes about Cinco de Mayo and all that stuff going on. So, all right, no judgment. You do whatever you do. But for the sake of this, we're talking about our three main macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates and fat so as far as trying to get the most stable blood sugar the recipe for success is to have your protein first eating the protein first will stabilize that blood sugar helps slow down digestion and the slower kind of more efficient digestion it delays that swing of sugar of blood sugar going back and forth but then you want your so after you have your protein, then that's when you want your both your fat foods as well as your heavy fiber foods. So any foods out there that you have and have heavy fiber content to them. Uh, then you want your carbohydrate type foods after that. Because again, when we talk about glycemic index, all that is is talking about the sugar part of it. The fat is very, very low on that spectrum for glycemic index. So when we get to the sugar and all that stuff, you know, our our goal is that we have these other things already in the digestive tract along ahead of it to help act as a buffer, to help slow things down, to help regulate that metabolism and sugar output. And so that's going to be the recipe for success to really help you out that way. Again, like I said, I'm not saying that you have to segment everything off in your plate to eat 100% of the protein, then go to 100% of the fat, then 100% of the carbs. Mix and mash a little bit. I mean, food is meant to be enjoyed. But just by having these principles in mind, these might be things to give you a little bit of an edge to be able to help you out just a little bit here and there along the way. Uh, then secondarily, we're talking about this other situation, this whole post-workout thing. So after a workout, how should you eat? Well, after a good solid workout, your body is hungry. And it's because it's, you've used up all the energy, all that good kind of ATP, our body's energy units, that adenosine triphosphate. Um, that's basically made and created by these three macronutrients, but especially um, sugar and then some fat as well. Um, inefficiently can use protein as well, but typically we try and use protein as our building blocks. But anyways, going forward from here, after a workout, you want to get some kind of carb in you real fast. So you get that blood sugar to have a little bit of a spike. Now, we normally say spikes are not a good thing when you don't need them. But when you do need a spike, when your blood sugar can be a little bit lower, lower energy in the body, you need a little bit of a spike. Because if you did our normal routine before, your body is craving energy, and then you feed it for protein first so the blood sugar doesn't spike. Well, what happens is your body has no sugar in it to actively digest that protein. So you need to be able to digest that protein, and you need to have energy to do it. Otherwise, that protein is just going to turn into a very inefficient way 
of burning it for energy and turning extra fat in the system as well. So after a workout, you want to have some kind of quick carb in you. Uh, I love going for different kinds of fruit. Um, that's easy for me. I enjoy fruit. Um, you know, easy to transport around, all that fun stuff. No issue with that. Then after you go for that fruit, I'd probably wait about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. That's a great time for that to be digested, to have some carb throughout your system to be able to use. And for me, that's a great way to be able to have a break to intentionally be like, okay, sweet. I got to stretch. So in that 10, 15 minutes, I'm digesting that fruit so I can have sugar so I can eat my protein. That's when I do my, all my stretching. So I make sure I actually, you know, stay uh, limber. I'm not necessarily the most limber person out there, but I definitely have some work in progress to make. And you got to put in, like anything good in life, you got to put in the time to see the results that you want. So you got to put in the time for stretching. If I'm being realistic with you all, and um, they're probably like one to two days or so a week where I, I don't, I'm just in that much of a rush and I'll have my piece of fruit. Then I hop in the shower real fast. Then I have my food right after. Um, so it does depend on the day, but just having that break time in there, uh, can absolutely be a benefit for sure. So hope all you, all you guys found that helpful out there. Hopefully you, uh, will implement some of these strategies in the future as far as things that you can do in order to, um, regulate your blood sugar level to maintain optimal efficiency for yourself based on your goal based on is it after a workout recovery or is it just a normal typical meal throughout the day all right everybody enjoy and get some good eats simply not easy